Hey, it's the Mark Butler Show, episode 47, and here in Utah, April is the month where all the neighbors come out and start working in their yards. Unfortunately, or fortunately, I have retired from yard work. I have always hated yard work. I hate repairing sprinklers. I hate weeding. I hate anything relating to landscaping. I hate all of it, except mowing the lawn, because mowing the lawn is very similar to vacuuming in the sense that when you're finished, you get to look back and be very satisfied, especially when you get to look at the lines and how straight they are. And uh, so, yeah, if you're OCD, you like mowing the lawn, but I hate everything else that relates to yard work. So I've retired, but my sprinklers are broken. So I needed a sprinkler repairman and my wife called two different guys. Well, she called one guy and the other guy called her because she posted a job on some sort of like I need help with my yard work site. I don't know. Anyway, so the first guy calls her. He, he sees the job posting. He calls her and says, I can come today and look at your job. I'm, I'm in my office in the house working, and then I come out, and there he is, and he's talking to her about the job, and then she says, okay, you deal with him. So I start to walk him through what needs to be done. We have one sprinkler valve that's broken, but there are a couple other things that I want done with the sprinklers. So I'm talking to this guy, Carl, and Carl says, well, I know you've just got the one sprinkler valve broken, but don't you want me to replace kind of all those valves and make it like really like upgrade it and make it really nice? I was like, uh, I guess, I don't know. Do I need that? And then next thing you know, Carl's like, Hey, by the way, you got these beds over here. Do you, do you want me to put down some weed barrier? And I was like, well, I, it's just really the sprinkler repair thing that is kind of the number one concern right now. And he's like, Oh yeah, yeah, that's fine. But, uh, you know, you don't want to get that, that, that crappy weed barrier from like Home Depot or Lowe's. You really want the good stuff. And I can bring some when I come to fix the sprinkler repairs. And I was like, um, okay, I, I don't know. Sure. Then I said, I also kind of want you to tune up the rest of the sprinklers and just make sure they're all running right. And if there are any heads that need to be replaced or whatever, go ahead and do that. Carl's like, oh yeah, I can do all that. That's fine. That's no problem. And then he sees that my driveway has a crack in it. Now, my driveway has had a crack in it for years and years, and I need to get it fixed, whatever. I'm lazy about it. Carl's like, well, I can fix your driveway. And I was like, uh, what? You want to fix my driveway? What about the sprinkler repair? He's like, oh, yeah, no, I'm a general contractor. I do sprinklers, but I also do, I do, you know, I can fix that driveway. It'd probably be like 600 bucks to fix your driveway. No big deal. And I was like, uh, well, I, maybe we'll talk about the driveway later. I really just want my sprinklers to work well so I don't have to deal with it this summer. He's like, yeah, that's all fine. That's fine. We'll talk about, talk about the uh, driveway later. And the guy just had, he just kind of had a greasy vibe. And he kept kind of coming at me with this used car salesman bit about like, well, I can put down the weed barrier and you don't want to be weeding this. I'll bring the weed barrier. And hey, don't you want me to also fix your driveway? It was all over the place. And I felt a little bit steamrolled. And I will admit that when I get in these situations, I tend to kind of just go with the flow and be like, uh, yeah, okay. So he leaves. And when he leaves, he says, well, I'll just come on, come next Wednesday. I can do the whole thing. It'll be about 500 bucks. And I was like, all right, sure. Well, later on, my wife says, by the way, there's another sprinkler guy coming. I think we should talk to him. And I said, oh, I'm so glad because ever since that conversation with that guy, I've just felt so like I need to take a shower. Like he was so pushy and I wanted sprinkler repairs, but he kept trying to upsell me to all this other nonsense. Let's talk to the other guy. So the next day, my best friend, new best friend, that is Tyler, my best friend in the sprinkler repair business. Anyway, Tyler shows up. Tyler's there. He's just mellow. He's nice. 
he's talking through us, talking through the situation with us. And he says, well, let me, let me look at this valve that's broken. I was like, okay, here it is. He said, I want to take it apart because he said, maybe I can just take it apart and clean it up and I don't even have to fix it for you. Maybe it's fine. So he disassembles the whole valve, cleans it. Then he says, all right, I'm going to go turn on the water. You tell me if it's still leaking. And I said, okay, great. So he goes and turns on the, the water. It is still leaking. He comes back. He's like, ah, it's too bad. Looks like it actually is broken. I guess we'll have to replace it. And I said, well, yeah, that's no, that's fine. That's no big deal. He's like, oh, yeah, but if I could have fixed it for you, that would have been, that would have been, uh, would have been better than, you know, you having to pay me to replace the whole valve and everything. And I was like, at this point, I'm already thinking, Tyler, you are my best friend. And for the rest of my life, anyone who says my sprinklers are broken, I'm going to be like, you got to call Tyler. Because the guy is trying to give me amazing value. He's trying to avoid me having to pay him. While he's at it, he says, by the way, this other valve that you have in this box, it's a really nice valve. I don't think we should replace it. I said, okay, great. And he said, well, because your wife had told me the other guy wanted to put a whole whole different setup in here or something. He said, I don't, that's totally unnecessary. This is a nice valve. It's what I would put in here if I were replacing a broken valve. In fact, the one I'm going to replace will look like this one. So he said, that one's fine. We're not going to do anything to it. That's amazing, Tyler. Thank you. Then I said, by the way, I also want to have you put in a hose bib over here. And he said, oh yeah, that's no big deal. I'll do that. And I said, well, how much is it going to cost? He said, well, I bill hourly. And he said, let's just assume that the, it'd be about 75 bucks between the, the valve repair and the, um, and the new hose bib. I said, fantastic. And he said, but I don't mark up the parts. So it'll be my time plus the parts. And of course, my business brain at this point is kicking in and saying, okay, Tyler, we're going to have to talk about your model because you're an amazing guy, but I think you're undercharging. We'll deal with that after I pay your invoice. Anyway, then he says, by the way, I can tell by how your sprinklers, because he turned on the sprinklers just to look at them. He said, I can tell that there's no filter on your system. Did you put a filter on it? I was like, I have no idea. What's a filter? I don't, what are you even talking about? He said, okay, here's the deal. If you put a filter on the system, It'll keep junk out of your sprinkler heads so they will work better and last longer. And I can tell by the way some of your sprinkler heads are working that there was never a filter installed. And I said, okay, cool. He said, if you ever wanted me to do that, I'd be happy to do it. I think it would end up saving you money in the long run because all your heads will work better. Your lawn will stay greener, less maintenance, all of that. I said, okay, great. How much do you charge for that? He said, it's actually the one thing I know exactly how much to charge for it. I know how much, how, how long it takes me and I know how much the parts cost. So it's 250 bucks for, for a filter. I said, fantastic, Tyler, put in the filter. That's great. So by the time we're finished, Tyler will probably end up charging me about 500 bucks. So it'll be about the same amount that Carl wanted to charge me. The difference is I now, when I see Tyler again, I kind of want to give him a hug. And when I see Tyler again, I'm sorry, when I see Tyler, I want to give him a hug. When I see Carl, I'm like, you are slimy. You need to stay away. I'm not going to tell my friends about you other than that they need to be careful about seeking help around their house if somebody like you offers it because you're not that great of a dude. Anyway, I want you to think about this from a marketing perspective. And I want you to think about those times in your life and in your business where you've been a little bit maybe desperate for work and you come on a little strong when you're trying to sell a new prospect. And maybe you push a little too hard. And instead of giving great value first, you try to jump straight into, I'm going to do this for you and I'll upsell you to that and all the other thing. Tyler came in with value. He had this sincere desire to help. And 
if he would have fixed my sprinkler valve that day and said, oh, no, I don't think you need me to repair anything, I would have written him a check on the spot and been like, you're going to be paid for the work you did here. Because it was so obvious he just came in with a desire to serve and to do great work. Now, side note about Tyler, to, to, to prove that this wasn't a fluke in the way this guy approaches his business, he said a few things offhand during our conversation that just proved to me that I was dealing with the right guy. First of all, he said, yeah, this is, uh, we get these valves from this certain store. We've had an account there for 35 years. I was like, 35 years? This guy's maybe my age. So my instant thought was, oh, you're, this is your dad's business? You're, this is a family business you've been doing forever. And later on, he did confirm, yeah, I've been doing sprinkler repair since I was a little kid. Brilliant. Next, I say, hey, by the way, Tyler, do you do, you do other things besides sprinkler repair? Or are you just like, uh, like just the sprinkler repair guy? He said, oh, I only do sprinkler repairs. I don't even do sprinkler installations. So a little shout out to my friend Philip Morgan with Specialization School. Tyler is so specialized that he not only only works on sprinklers, but he only works on sprinkler repairs. And he told me if I ever did an install, I would have to either, I would have to switch completely to installs. So no more repairs, just installs. That's how aware he was of the power of specialization in his business. I don't know that he would call it that. So this guy comes in, gives great value, proves that he's a specialist. He just, this guy just, it's so obvious that he eats, sleeps, and drinks sprinkler repair, which the confidence and comfort that I felt in dealing with him was fascinating for me to observe in myself just as he's walking around my yard and he's making comments like, oh yeah, I see you got the MPR 360 over there. It's not my favorite, but it'll do. And I'm like, oh yeah, the MPR 3, that's perfect. Thanks, Tyler. I, I have no idea what he's talking about, but I don't care because I know that he knows what he's talking about. And I'm now ready to turn over all my sprinkler needs forever to Tyler. By the way, Tyler told us that last year he had to change his cell phone message to say, I cannot take on any new customers. If you're, if you're an existing customer, I'll get back to you. Text me. If you're not a current customer of mine, I'm sorry, I won't be able to get back to you for at least 60 days. Now, again, I got to revisit the uh, idea about raising his rates with him. But in the meantime, this guy just exudes expertise and service. He was, to me, he was like the perfect service provider. So that's my tale of two sprinkler repair guys. You've got Carl... I'm sure you're a great guy, Carl. I don't know what your last name is, thank goodness, because I'm sharing your name with the world. But comes in, he's a little pushy. He wants to fix a driveway. When I asked for sprinkler repairs, he's trying to upsell me to things that I probably don't need and I definitely didn't ask for versus Tyler, the expert specialist who comes in and gets the same amount of money from me, the same size project, in a way that leaves me feeling ecstatic about the the whole experience. Take that as food for thought. Hope it's useful to you. Hope you have a great week and I will talk to you next weekend.